smell me uh no no i can't i uh i had to put on the uh it's not actually a535 but one one of those generic drug a535 rubs the smelly ones oh yeah you can get the stuff that doesn't smell but i, I don't find like it works doesn't you, work as well you, you need, need the, the heady smell. smelly yeah. smell so i had a golf lesson today and my shoulders were kind of bugging me so if i if you get a little Whiff. little that mm, hot muscular oozing smell over there smell of an athlete you know what? Uh, Puffy gave up his sense of smell for the ability yeah. to take a punch anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I'm all good. That's right. Did you, um, have you ever heard of uh, Tiger Bomb? Yes. yes. That's the strongest stuff like that. I think so, yeah. So we used to use that all the time in football. You buy the Tiger Bomb, it's like A535 times about five. It just really? burns you. And you have to be very careful if you pull a groin. Oh, yes, you Ooh. do. So, so what's it loosen up the muscles? It's just it's like super powerful hot stuff. If you have a you muscle pull or does? something, it's a bomb. It's a bomb. You it's know a bomb. bomb. Put a bomb on. You put the bomb on? Do you know what a bomb is? You ever seen a bomb? Didn't you read the instructions? Well, I was, no one can tell what a bomb's gonna do. They're unpredictable. So have you ever heard of tiger bone? No, I haven't. <laughs> so my Jamaican buddies. Of course, these guys, man. <laughs> they led you down some paths. Should I have them on sometime? I yes, think they'd be fantastic. I would love that. So my two Jamaican buddies, who are also on my football team, yep. um, they, one time on a football trip, told us about something called Tiger Bone, yep. which is uh, an, an also a bomb that they rubbed on their erect penises. Yes. Wow. That would apparently make them more proficient. Is that right? Sexually. The lovemaking wow. was better? Yes. I don't know if it, would, it was like a uh, thing that would make them last longer uh-huh. or it was more intense. Yeah. But Tiger Bone. Wow. I've searched for it since. And is it a thing? I think I looked it up once and it said it was some Chinese herb or wine or something. But yeah. they, they used to have a little tube of the Tiger Bone. Nice. They'd bring it on the and football tournaments they, with them. And they used it? <laughs> yeah. Well, but one thing, one of them one time got their Tiger Bone and their Tiger Bomb mixed Ooh. up. Yeah. And rubbed the Tiger Bomb on their Tiger. Oh. And that would that, be terrible. Oh, yeah. Because this would happen. I would pull groins all the time. And if you got the Tiger Bomb too close to your... Yep place of yeah. business drunk jimmy and little jimmy's yes. yes if you got it on the two little jimmy's yeah or even a little side of little J- little jimmy yeah. then it was excruciating like yes. real real bad eh? oh no it was like you felt like you were burning a hole in your package. now could you just put some water on it and be fine no no you no, were done you're you to you yeah, ride it out yeah it was powerful stuff you know i'm heading down to the dominican at the end of may there so i'll see if i get some of that tiger bone for you <laughs> They probably have it down there. Yeah. From the islands. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And where are you Would going, you are, try? Are you going with your lady? I'm going with my lady, yeah. You try the tiger bone? Oh, I might try the tiger bone. I never heard of it. <laughs> Maybe we could get tiger bone to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> We're all sitting here with boners. <laughs> so I just Googled tiger bone, yeah. and I clicked on the website, and Bell Media will not let me access the website. So. I think it's... That's well, listen, the Bell Media, that's BS. Sexual vigor, so... Yeah, that's legit. Um, pretty good. Tiger bone. I don't know if I told you, one of, one of my Jamaican buddies... Uh, came to see my dad in the hospital. Yep. And uh, 
So years and years ago, I used to live in uh, my parents' condo in Ottawa. So in my first couple of few years of university, it was a great situation because they'd basically retired and moved to the cottage. Mm-hmm. And they had this condo that was 10 minutes from Carlton. So I basically lived there and milked it as long as I possibly could. And my friends would always crash there because it was close to downtown. And uh, one of my Jamaican buddies came one night and crashed there and threw up in the middle. He, th- he slept on the living room floor and he threw up in the middle of the living room floor. Oh, come and, on. And didn't, was so drunk that he didn't realize it. Yeah. And so by the time I woke up the next day, it was like ingrained in the carpet. Oh, yeah. yes. And my dad was... God love him. He, he was he was a very neat guy. So he liked so a little I, particular. About so I didn't things. know what to do. So I tried whatever to get out of the carpet, and I ended up wearing down the carpet like you do when you try to clean too hard. Yeah. And there, so there was this perfect circular, exactly in the middle of the living room, stain in the carpet. So I did what a good guy should do, and I took the fall for it. Yeah, I oh. told him I spilt a, a pop. Okay, wow. and and so my Jamaican buddy comes. Was to your dad s- pissed? Oh yeah, really pissed, and oh, it still wow. sta- it's it's still there right now. They like never, they, 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 they never, they never changed the carpet. carpet. That's, really? that's it's, so that's twenty like wow. twenty five years ago. Or something I think like he that. just kept it there so you'd feel shame every time you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you use that word because uh, my Jamaican buddy like has always told me he goes. And I'm going to try and imitate him. It's not, I'm not trying to imitate Jamaican. It's just the way this particular guy talks. Okay. Uh, named Shaw. And he's like, man, every time I drive by your condo, I feel shame. So, <laughs> so he goes to see my dad. And he had a really, he, he, he was friends with my dad. He had a really nice visit with my dad. And at the end, he kissed him on the forehead and left. And we went out in the hall. And then he said, oh, I got to go back. And he goes back in. And he says, Mr. Duffy, uh, I have to tell you something. 25 years ago, I puked on your carpet. <laughs> And James took the fall for it. And every time I drive past your condo, I feel shame. <laughs> and my dad smiled and said, it's okay, Dave, I forgive you. <laughs> That's good. Dave's like, now my conscience is clear. <laughs> How'd he get that out? Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so, uh, Did you like go back to your dad's like... A pretty good guy right here. <laughs> I know. My dad was pretty proud of me for that. He's like, why didn't you tell me that, James, all the years? I said, I took the heat. That's what I do. Um, we got a lot for you today. A lot of segments. We have uh, things I saw on Twitter making a comeback. Nice. Puffy's hypotheticals. A-hole or A-OK. Fandom is ahead. Yes. Idrinkcoffee.com will make an appearance for you. Let's start with the week that was. Let's discuss the week that was with James Duffy and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. So this is this is one of those awkward things where we're we're taping the pod on a Wednesday this week. Yep. And mm-hmm. it, it's kind of weird because all you old guys will be listening to it Friday or Saturday, and we have this the biggest night of Puffy's life is oh happening my God. tonight. God, it's all happening, and so it's all going to feel dated. Unless we maybe can get a, a prediction from Puffy, and then you guys can weigh it in, because you'll know the answers by the time we get there. Puffy, of course, is Joe Toronto. I love the city. And on this night, uh, Leafs play Game 7, Raptors yep. play Game 5, TFC plays uh, the CONCACAF Champions League Final. Champions League Second Final. Leg. Have to win 2-0 or 3-1 or whatever. Uh, the Jays 3-2 also, also play. Works. Three two would also work, yes, mm. and and the Jays also Jays play the Red play. Sox and the Marlies play the Comets. Wow, <laughs> right, and they can wrap up a series. There. I believe that might be the case. Okay, so I'm going to ask you quickly. You can have one of these Toronto FC, as long as it's a win that wins them the title. Right, so you'll take that over the Leafs winning yes. Game Seven. Wow, wow. Toronto FCs. That's a championship guaranteed championship. Uh, that's a good the point. biggest. Tournament you can win in the area. 
It's massive. It's huge. If I give you two, will you two. take the Leafs? I would take the Toronto Maple Leafs. Lester, I know you're not a Leafs fan, but if you could take one of those. Yes, I would. Uh, I would. You know what's funny? I would have said Leafs because obviously it's a do-or-die game. Uh-huh. Then, uh, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Puffy because, listen, the Leafs are, are really good, but listen, they're not supposed to be where they are right now. Well, they're, they're supposed to, they're supposed to make, make the playoffs, but if you look at the plan that they've laid out, mm-hmm. this team has still got a couple of years left to right. really compete. So let's take the guaranteed championship. I'm taking the Jays. I think it's an important <laughs> late it's April a tone game. Center. It's a tone center. <laughs> I actually, believe it or not, I think last night's was a big win with Granderson oh, hitting that home run. Stop. It's going to make dividends. April baseball September. is the worst. Stoff, do you have a pick here? And what you yeah, want? Yeah, I think I would personally take the Leafs, but Puffy's right. It is. I think the hardest thing would be to get back to that uh, championship game in the CONCACAF. So. Isn't, it, isn't it something that it's probably the biggest game in TFC history, and it's going to be completely buried? Uh, not by me, James. I don't, I don't no, not by you. Not by soccer fans, yeah. but by the casual yeah. fan. But, uh, I mean, the casual fan also I don't think would be that into it either. No, like no, we were, but they, it's timing watching, of year, though. For in sure. December when they MLS, played yeah. MLS Cup Final, nothing else was going on, and yeah. so everybody was into That's it. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the Leafs, if they win tonight, which would be amazing, obviously I want them to win, but they then play Tampa. And if they beat Tampa, they're probably going to have to play Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. If they beat Pittsburgh, they got to play Nashville. Like, <laughs> they have to beat basically the four of the top five teams in the league to win the Cup. I mean, listen, I'll say I'd this. love for them to do it, but if it was Game 7 of the Cup Final, I would choose the Leafs, but... I'll say this. I mean, I think they've. If they do get by Boston, I think their fortunes turn up. I think they could beat Tampa. I do think they could beat Pittsburgh. Do I think they could beat any of those teams in the East? No, on the West, rather. No, but I'll say this as well. All my life, I've never known the stand the, the Leafs in a Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I mean, that would be I awesome. Mean, that yeah. would be something. Now, if they've lost by the time everybody's listening to this, they're hitting that little fifteen second fast forward. Yeah, but I, but I also I also pick. I Boston. do think they're going to win, though. I also pick Boston. The Boston Bruins are heading on to meet the Tampa Bay Lightning. Raptor fans, pack your bag. You're going to Washington to try and close it out. Heartbreak once again from the penalty spot for Toronto FC. I wanted to tell you about uh, my Leafs experience during this series, uh, which has been um, interesting. Uh, first of all, it was surreal on Monday being down. We were doing the panel down from Maple Leaf Square after the, just the horrific thing that happened in northern Toronto on Monday. We spent all of last week doing uh, a memorial to Humboldt and Jonathan and my dad, and I don't want to spend the entire podcast on that. I don't want this to become the morning podcast, but again, our hearts go out to everybody. Uh, Ken Lamb, you are a hero, Constable Ken oh Lamb. Oh, God. That's one of the most unbelievable Crazy. things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was uh, fantastic. And especially in, a, in an era when cops are getting, especially in the States, getting, uh, you know, every video we see is it was shooting the when they shouldn't yeah. have shot. Yes. Uh, but to Anne-Marie D'Amico, Dorothy Sewell, Chul Min, Eddie Kang, Manir Abed Al-Najjar, those are the only victims who've been identified so far. And uh, their families, of course. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and also the people involved. that were just down there and yeah. witnessed all that and hopped out. And, yeah, it's, I mean, I grew up that area. That was like, I mean, yeah. I'd be down there all the time with those kids. So it's crazy. It was weird seeing it. It's crazy. The street, you know. So we're down there doing our hits, and that was a bizarre thing because, you know, like I said about being at the Masters when the other stuff was happening, it didn't feel right that you're analyzing hockey two hours after this has happened. And all the people behind you, you know, they're young people. They're so keyed up for a big game. They're yeah. yelling and screaming. It, it was just weird. They blocked off all the roads around there because at that point we didn't know yeah. uh, the motivation of what this was and thought it could have been part of something l- larger. So it was it was very strange. I thought the Leafs handled it well. The league handled it well. It was the right thing to do, I think, to play the game. Um, 
the city needed something and some sort of distraction. But so personally, we sit up in the press box and uh, uh, the seats were sort of split. So I'll sit one period next to Bob, who's at one end of the press box with his son, Sean, and Masters Nation. The other end of the press box is O-Dog. Marty, myself, and our producer, Bill Dotson. Yep. We sit right in front of where Cam Neely, Sweeney, uh, I think Bob Asenza is also up there, the yeah. goaltending coach of the Bruins. They are, like, that, that's not what, it's not like Lou and Shanahan who are quiet in their box. Yeah. These guys go nuts, especially, they're, they're screaming at their players, and you hear it all. Yeah. And so you have, it was, it's so fun, because I'm completely neutral. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, don't, you don't. I, I don't really care. No. That night I wanted Toronto to win badly for the city, but I, I could care less. Yeah. And Bill Dodson, our producer, is one of the biggest Bruins fans you will ever meet. <laughs> yeah. He literally wears it on his, he, he's, he's, Billy has a big heart, and he cares about the Bruins the way... I don't know, the way you've cared when you were 16, 18, 20, yeah. like he, he's incredibly passionate. And O-Dog is an incredibly passionate Leafs yeah. fan, which makes no sense. I don't know if I said this last week. O is the only hockey player I've ever met who he would be playing in the NHL for the Carolina Hurricanes, and when they got knocked out, he would come home and cheer for the Leafs. Yeah. Wow. It's because everyone, when they get to the NHL, they, like, completely lose that fandom. They're like, you know, it's a professional job. 100%. Yep. And he's, like, a super fan, like, from just, like, Woodbridge. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It is. Uh, Nathan McKinnon was a perfect example. Grew up loving Colorado. Yeah. Or, and Matt Duchesne, when they got drafted by Colorado, yeah. these guys were like, oh, my God, drafted by my favorite team. And two years later, you talk to them, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It becomes a business quickly. Sure. Not that but they're actually, not passionate hockey players. I actually really like that about O. Like that he's a... I love it, like, too. I think it's great. But he's more authentic, right? But last yeah, year... Yeah, just, I think, you know, he, he obviously is very passionate about it. It's great. I think it's fantastic. Uh, last year... Uh, one of the journalists in the press box, O, o pumped his fist and yeah. yelled when the Leafs scored. Yeah. And there is this old rule you're taught in journalism, no cheering in the press box. Sure. And someone got very angry with him. Yeah. And O doesn't take people getting angry with him too well. No. <laughs> so he shot right back. <laughs> and so anyway, I have Billy on one side, who's just screaming at the refs at every call that goes Leafs. Yeah. Billy's a professional, so he yeah. does it quietly, but it's like... <laughs> like that every time. He's, it's and then o, o on the other side, you can hear Cam Neely behind yelling at his players. Mm. Uh, it was one of the most amusing nights I've had. I would in a like long to time. see the, the Leafs box, you know, up, up it up a little bit. You yeah. know, like n- like Lou Lamarello literally had zero reaction. I know. Like, do you actually care? Yeah. I think Lou. that's one of my favorite. My favorite things is when they cut away to emotional emotional GMs yeah, or whatever like, in the press box. That's that's a very I don't like it when they cut away to you know in the NCAA tournaments they'll cut away to wives endlessly or whatever the coach's wife yeah. that sometimes gets overplayed. Or remember in the old days Kurt Warner they used to show his yeah. wife after every completion or incompletion. <laughs> he got shown more than the players. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that was uh, that was highly highly amusing, and we'll see what happens in game set. Well, I guess you already know what happens in yeah. game seven tonight. So I, tonight there could be punches thrown in the green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it's good. It's oh, always re- shake my hand. So after 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 the Leafs win, Billy was really upset about the non-interference call on the on the empty net goal, oh. and so O reaches out his hand at the end of the game to shake <laughs> Billy's hand. Uh, <laughs> shake my hand. <laughs> it took Billy about a minute, but he did it. All right. Um, we were talking about the tragedy in Toronto. Uh, another God. There's been a lot of. April of 2018 cannot end fast yeah. enough. Uh, Vici yes. passes away yes. this week. And uh, we dug out Lester, 
uh, performing in, I think it was uh, Graveyard Groove. Graveyard <laughs> Groove. <laughs> this is what band was the it? Funk Masters. It's actually, I think. it's actually, uh, it's a duo performance with myself and my good friend Michael Acapenti. Oh, uh, Michael that's Acapenti, uh, the he's, boy wonder. He's the boy wonder. No, no, no. He's not the boy. <laughs> It's not the boy wonder. Just, I swear, I thought. Oh, I had he's that right. Rafe. He's Ray Ferraro's brother. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the last name James. <laughs> All right. Right. That was a maiden name. Ferraro was his maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> so you did this. What bar was so it? This was this was a, a performance at the Don Mills Beer Market many years ago. Um, but uh, it just occurred to me. I mean, I, it's obviously a guitar-driven song. Believe it or not. I see it as that, and it just occurred to me it would be nice to do a nice acoustic version of it. So we. Uh, so here we was Lester we found on YouTube doing a Vici. I would throw my panties on the stage <laughs> if I was there. You have a good big country. You ever think you, about you, country there? You know, it's there. funny. I, I when that song first came out, a lot of people were saying, "Hey, is that you?" Because I, I they say that a lot of people think that my voice is the similar tomber tomber to the singer whose name escapes me right yeah. now. Oh, so Avicii didn't sing that song? No, 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 no. He produced it. And he, There's a few people it. I heard like saying, "Like, oh, I really loved his voice." I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but why wouldn't he get like? Would, would it say Avicii with? Yeah, Whoever? I, oh. I don't. So. I'm not sure. Sometimes they did. Sometimes they didn't. Um, you also sound a little bit like uh, who's the Hootie and the Blowfish guy on the song? Uh, oh, Darius Rucker. Yeah, Darius I'll Rucker. Take that you get a little Darius yeah. Rucker in there. I only want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could. Uh, in Bobby Soku. You see, I couldn't when it's, when I heard the news about Avicii. All I could think of was that Mike Posner, Posner song. Posner song. I took yeah. a peel in a pizza. Show Avicii I was cool. Well, you know, you know that song? Nice, yeah, great nice. song. That's I couldn't think of the Avicii song. So, uh, yeah, uh, brother. The DJs are big. Like my son, Avicii was one of his favorite guys. The, the, the yeah. new generation, they're that, into they're, the, they're oh, into the course. DJs. Yeah, of course. Hey, those guys are like the they're like the rock stars. Of There's a guy named DJ Ski. Yep. Who's uh, part of the fandom? Uh, fandom okay. guy. He's one of the investors, I think, in fandom. Yep. And I, I didn't really know DJ Ski, but Blair, uh, my buddy, and the guys at fandom introduced me to him, and he's the big deal. Is he? Like, and he hangs with but all the celeb athletes own, uh, and stuff. Like, he did DJ at the Super Bowl. And okay. now, and now I follow him on Instagram, and he's everywhere. Is he? Like, if there's a party to be had, there's DJ Ski is doing his That's thing the somewhere. Thing, though. I think it's a uh, good life, eh? The DJ uh, life, uh, oh, like a very good life, but a little too good. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be difficult to handle. Um, I, I saw uh, there's a, a, a DJ thing I wanted to share with you guys uh, on things that I saw on Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. I can't play the, uh, the sound for this because the sound is just basically club sound that drowns out everything. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> There's a great thing going around on Twitter of this incredibly drunk girl. 
Yeah. And I guess the the DJ or whoever is with him in the booth uh, uh, shot started shooting it on his camera. She basically she th- <laughs> she's so drunk she thinks the DJ booth is the bar. Yeah. Oh, and God. she's up there going, I need four zambucas. That's the best. Four zambucas. Drinking zambuca. Wow. Like, What's your name? <laughs> My name's Meg. I need four zambucas. <laughs> Finally, the guy after about forty seconds. Uh, this is the DJ booth. <laughs> <laughs> He's just pointing over to the bar. Uh, the real reason I wanted to do things that I saw on Twitter this week is, I don't know if you guys saw the thing I posted from this past week's edition of 60 Minutes. Um, oh, the guy with the yeah. Google hat. So I, I'll, I'll set it up for you first, Lester. Yes, so let's see it. This kid's name is Arnav Kapoor. He's a student at MIT Media Lab. So he's probably a geniac. Yeah. He has basically invented a system to surf the internet with, with your mind. mind. That's right, I did see this. So he's got this little, I'll, I'll paint the picture for you because we're going to play the clip from 60 Minutes. He's got this gizmo on his head. Basically, it looks like uh, some sort of thing down the side of his head yeah. with a microphone kind of thing. Well, there's no microphone. Oh. Just this plastic gizmo he attaches to his head. And here's him being interviewed on 60 Minutes. What is 45,689 divided by 67? Sure. He silently asks the computer and then hears the answer through vibrations transmitted through his skull and into his inner ear. Six, eight, one, point nine, two, five. Exactly right. One more. What's the largest city in Bulgaria, and what is the population? The screen shows how long it takes the computer to read the words that he's saying to himself. Sophia, 1.21 million. That is correct. You just Googled that. I did. You could be an expert in any subject. Mm -hmm. You have the entire internet in your head. That's the idea. Just, but now this is basically just saying that you don't have to be smart anymore. You just have to wear one of these Buffy, f-ing things on your Buffy, head. Buffy, isn't this the greatest break we've ever had? <laughs> this might be a bit of an equalizer. <laughs> oh, okay. We are back, baby! <laughs> you know what? Listen, I hear this story, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. There's a show called Black Mirror. Uh, yes, uh, some dark uh, British show. It's a dark British show, um, and the, basically the premise around there's a whole bunch of different stories, but the premise... Basically, the basic premise, as far as I'm concerned, is that technology has gone too far right. in certain areas. So there's, there's a story, for example, of a dating site. You go on it, and it not only selects the person for you, it tells you how long you have to be with that person. Oh. So, yeah. What do you mean when you say have to be? You mean like, like it could go... You, how long you're you going to tap, live. and you go, could be six months. Oh, I thought you meant hours. like... <laughs> Oh, how long? Yeah, with or without Tiger Bomb. Uh, t- oh, I mean Tiger Bone. Tiger Bone. Yes. No, no, no. You don't want Tiger Bomb. Yes. No, you don't. Everyone's but, just I mean, screaming. There's a lot. There's the premises. There's lots of different yeah. weird stories. But we're like, we're man. we're going there, aren't we? Are we are close. Okay, but I, I watched this and I, I, for the first ten minutes, I'm like, this has to be fake. He's got some microphone implanted yeah. because how how is it possible for your brain? To communicate a thought outside your brain to a yeah. machine. That's not possible, it's, but it's 60 minutes, so obviously they did their background. There's not some dude in the next room whispering the answers. But I mean, he also could have just known the capital of... Bulgaria. No, well, they're, they're throwing random questions out there, yeah. aren't they? They don't seem that difficult. It, it does seem impossible to me, though. 
Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. These guys are really smart. Who knows? I was thinking, though, if you attached it to, say, Puffy's head, <laughs> it, would, it would go like this. It would be, what is the capital of Liberia and the population? Horn. Horn. Redtube.com. Horn. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll figure that one out. Wow. Hey, listen. It might take a little square, longer. What is the square root of pi the thing is divided like, by 792? Orgy. <laughs> the worst part would be that I'd have all the spelling errors <laughs> in the Google. So it would be the wrong freaking thing. Wow. Like, how do you spell Bulgaria? Yeah, your, brain, your brain, on the other side, you have to have a contraption that does spell check. Man. Uh, things that I saw on Twitter is brought to you by idrinkcoffee.com. Middle of the morning, can't keep my eyes open Cause I got to have a cup of java I got to have a cup of java So I better log on, log on To I drink coffee, I drink Go on to idrinkcoffee.com, get all your coffee needs I Fooled me three weeks in a row now. You know, I'll, I'll edit that so it doesn't. No, 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 I want it. I'm the one who can That's edit. Smart. You don't have to go back to your funky music studio. That, that's a good point. I'll just shut up. Drinkcoffee.com. <laughs> you sound so satisfied there. You sound like you're smoking a cigarette in bed. Drinkcoffee.com. <laughs> like he's the owner of the place. <laughs> uh, let's do some fandom, why don't we? Fandom uh, was fun this week because we kind of had uh, two questions, and I thought the people did an excellent, excellent job uh, answering all of the questions. We'd had to double it up because I screwed up the week before. And so the first uh, question, I'll get, to, I'll, get to our, I'll get to our fresh question from last week first, and then I'll get to the leftover question. We asked last week if you would be okay with a guy on your team knocking one of the best players of the other team out with a dirty hit. If that was what it took for you to go on and win a championship, would that be good enough for you? Uh, Cbro87, you play for keeps in the Stanley Cup playoffs. If you can't handle it, play flag football. Oh, <laughs> sounds like it might have been a sh- <laughs> might have been a shot at Jimmy. Uh, Bfitz222, the cup doesn't count any less if you beat the Bruins without Marchand or the Penguins without Crosby. Championships are hard to win either way. Give me any advantage I can get. Agreed. By the way, a lot of answers from people who've already won. I'm trying to pick uh, some from others who haven't won. Uh, Matt Snook, the primal part of me loves seeing teams goon it up, but you're going out of your way to take out a player. It leads to a dark road, i.e. Bertuzzi sucker-punching Steve Moore. Well thought out, Matt Snook. Adam, there's no need to start throwing puffy hits. That's what he's called them now because you were in favor of yes. this. Yes. Wow. Puffy hits. But anything dirty needs to be penalized. Peros has to toss on his hazard gear, rubber boots and all, and wade right into it. George Peros, he's talking about. Yep. I'd be disappointed if Rod Baby had resort to dirty tactics to win the ladies. Lord Stanley's mug should be shown the same respect, drive, determination, and a healthy dose of serious Lester work ethic. Yeah. Nice. Solid Thank job, you. Adam. You're in contention. Mm-hmm. George and E. Shane. George and E. Shane? George and E. Shane. Jordan. Jordan DeShane. Oh, Jordan DeShane. <laughs> Maybe get one of those Google hats on them. 
<laughs> How come I'm looking at it and you figured it out and I had to look at it three times? <laughs> it's the end that got me. I thought it was like a couple. Hey, there's George and Deshane. No, and, and Deshane. Uh, taking out a guy isn't a problem with me. Doing it dirty doesn't feel right. It takes away from the glory of the handshake line and staring at the pest as he skates off to the locker room for the last time this year. I thought that was quite eloquently was put. A better nice. way to get revenge. Uh, a lot of serious Lester type yeah, answers here. Serious Lester. Kane Hidian, 23, had to agree with Serious Lester and ask, what's the quality of my win? <laughs> want to beat the best at their best? Besides, you don't want to go for it tit for tat and risk losing one of your best on a dirty play. The conscience of the podcast. Janet Crosscheck. As soon as I went to click yes, the Serious Lester played in my mind. Now I can't condone that. <laughs> serious Lester. You're getting to people. Yeah. Wow. Lester is... Infiltrating and people. Brooks BK says, I even tried to do it in beer league. <laughs> He's just a dirty bastard. Uh, the question, That's a winner, James. The holdover from two weeks ago was, um, would you rather have one green jacket or win all three of the other majors? Neil YXE, I live in Saskatchewan, I already have a green jacket. Hashtag Riderville, Sam the Sea Clam. <laughs> I love these names. <laughs> uh, Augusta, baby. Boom. Yep. Uh, B-Fitz-222, he's back again. Give me the Masters. Patrick Reed has become a celebrity going on Jimmy Fallon and sitting courtside. Nobody in the outside world cares about the other three majors. Agreed. And Jordan and Eshane. <laughs> Jordan DeShane is back, and that's why uh, this person's going to win a book. Because uh, two good answers on two separate questions. Give me the Masters. Keep your flat money. Winning the most noteworthy tournament would def- definitely give me my biggest wish. Like being able to appear on Rubber Boots three times or the Bobcast once. Wow. Sorry, no comparison. Is that a shot at the end? Um, that might be. Sure. <laughs> but I think it was still clever. So, uh, yeah. Jordan Dishay. <laughs> Jordan Dishay. Uh, you're going to win the book. So, write, nice. write us on Twitter. So, is he getting and... two books? No. Uh, well, I can give one to one of those other guys. Yeah. Who else? What other one did you like? Did you like, uh, what else did he like? Did you like the one about uh, the guy going off and staring the guy in the face? Yeah, that's pretty good. Or did you like the one with all the references to the podcast? Mm. Yeah, one of the Serious Lester's ones. Yeah, Serious Lester. Thank you, thank you, stuff. several of them. Somebody's sticking up for me in here. Uh, what's the quality of my win? All yeah, right. I like that one. Kane yeah. Hiddy in 23, write us up and we'll send you a book as well. Uh, this week's question. So, uh, <laughs> gossip news from the New York Post is that Lindsey Vaughn's new man... Or the one she's targeting. I couldn't. I didn't actually read the article. I just read the headline. <laughs> but it sounds like they're an item. Uh, P.K. Subban. Really? And Ooh. Lindsey Vaughn. Wow. So there's a variety of questions we could have done here. Yeah. You know, I thought, you know, who breaks up with who first would be an interesting question. Yep. Um, but then we thought we tied in to the Predators. And um, we were going to do it the dirty way. Puffy, of course, came up with the dirty way question, yes. right? Which was... Um, <laughs> Who would you rather have in a? Who would you rather join in a threesome? Yes. PK Subban and Lindsey Vaughn, Mike Fisher, Carrie Underwood. Wow. Now you know Mike question. Fisher and Carrie Underwood would never have you. They're very yes. religious yes. Christians. So they say. But we softened it up a little bit for fandom. Uh, who would you rather hang out in a hot tub with? So you can take it wherever you want. There. Yeah. PK Subban and Lindsey Vaughn, Mike Fisher and Carrie Underwood. Wow. Who would you rather hang in the hot tub with? Wow. Who's in the hot tub? 
I thought you were going to say for sure, you know, is Lindsay going to go back? That's what I thought you were going to say. But What do you mean? Well, oh. she, she, Tiger, yeah. now, now PK, once you go black, yeah, that's what they say. I, know, I don't know. What do how I know? come the black guy always takes it racist on our podcast? Yeah. I'm not taking it racist. I don't, I'm, I'm not, not comfortable with it. Racist. Not racist. Takes it to race. To race? Well, I'm not taking it to race per se, but obviously. Are you feeling you have a shot? Is that the idea of this I like, no, I don't know. <laughs> that's probably true. No, no, no. Better chance. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying that. Uh, n- not that I expect. I mean, I suppose, you know, I just thinking about the question or thinking about th- that. I mean, the obvious thing to me is that her last major significant boyfriend was Tiger. Yeah. Was Tiger. I know if else. she heard you sing Avicii, you would be in because I was in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I, I had my that. tiger bone ready. <laughs> I drink coffee. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do, Lester. Yes, you do. <laughs> Okay, no. so uh, what's your answer? Whatever. Quickly, I, I, I would rather just just for the hockey. Uh, I, like I want to talk to PK about what happened in Montreal, so I'm I'm, I'm going with PK uh, Lindsey Vaughn. Okay, Puff. Uh, I think I would go with Lindsey Vaughn and PK Subban. Yeah, I think I, think I probably it'd be more fun. Probably Fish is, although Fish is an underrated funny guy. Is he? I used to know Fish really well when he was with the Senators. I don't know him well now. I think he got it really. I think he got mad at me once when I I, I used to make a lot of Carrie Underwood comments when she appeared on in the air when they first started. Hopefully, dating. he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to improve your friendship. No, I love. It's just that I just I would love Carrie Underwood. So every time she came on, like when I was doing highlights or whatever, yeah. I'd make a little comment. And, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I talked to Fish last year at the Stanley Cup final. He was fine, but yeah. uh, I think he might have unfollowed me on Twitter <laughs> or something. But uh, Fish and I were close, and Fish was very, very funny. Uh, yeah. I shouldn't say close. That That's a stretch, and I'm not... <laughs> I hate what it wouldn't... Uh, you had a good relationship. I hate it when reporters over-exaggerate the relationship. Would you have dinner together? No, but he would tell me, like... Uh, he'd, I'd talk to him a lot about stuff, and... Well, like, if I were going to Ottawa, and I'm like, hey, it's Friday night, where do I need to go? I got a couple buddies in Ottawa. He would be the guy I would text who would tell, oh, okay. tell me, so... Um, so Fish had a really funny comment when I thought, uh, you know how the Leafs get all the fans everywhere when they go to opposing buildings like yeah. Ottawa? He had a clip on SportsCenter once before a pregame against the Leafs where he said, uh, hopefully we can score early and take the crowd out of it <laughs> for a home game. <laughs> That's pretty good. Which I, I thought. Fish is underrated funny, and I like Carrie Underwood, but I think PK and Lindsay would probably be more entertaining. You know what I'm going to say? I, 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 I thought about my answer a little more carefully. I'm actually going to change my answer because wow. I think I think I'm going to go with Carrie and Mike only because it'd be great to just sit there in the hot tub and sing some tunes. Oh, you guys would be That's fantastic you know together. Imagine that next thing you know, I'm on the road with her singing yeah, backup. I, f- I yeah. forgot about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be a yeah. Maybe you can stop. Uh, I'm going to go PK Vaughn because I think that's a better couple name than Underfish. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Look at you. It's all you know about what? the name. It's all the bad. He takes advantage of going last, eh? Yeah. He sits there and he thinks about it. Yeah, I Google it in my brain for a while. <laughs> get the spell check on his Google machine. <laughs> He's also just damn smarter than us. That's true. I, I think we have to come to that conclusion. So go on to Fandom, which is now available for Android. Uh, and they're doing some work with IBM, by the way, to spruce everything up. So it's kind of a shell version right now, but within a couple of months, Fandom will be uh, running hard. Humming. It'll be humming. Uh, let's keep the segment uh, train going here with uh, a little thing we call Puffy's Hypotheticals. Hypotheticals, 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 
I'm going to start this out because I don't want uh, Puffy to seem like a shameless self-promoter. Puffy's film, his film debut is out, Kodachrome. Uh, it was my debut, but it's really? my most what recent debut. Work. What was your other film? I've been in a couple other things. What? What, what have you been in? <laughs> I was in a short film called Groomed. Groomed? Yeah. What was that about? Uh, was, was that your same buddy? guys getting married. Same guy his that brother. Did... It was his brother, <laughs> Joseph. <Rattler. laughs> that was a okay. manscaping And what did, you play? what did you play in that? I played an attractive man. On a date in a uh, in a uh, restaurant, people become more attractive because they're unavailable. It's true. I had no shot with him while I was single. I didn't have a speaking part, but I was a featured extra. <laughs> what they call this? <laughs> and what was the other one you were in? Uh, maybe it was Kodachrome. I can't remember. <laughs> I swear I've been in someone else's film, but I don't. You haven't had a speaking part, like no, uh, they don't. They don't trust me with the talkie talkie quite yet. <laughs> Goon Two, very popular. Yeah, on planes I actually. And Netflix I remember you, right were, now. You, were, you were talking about that for a while. You thought I was going to be a minor role. I thought it was role. a very minor, maybe like a one scene thing, but no, you were thirty lines or something along quite along nice. that way. Nice. Featured. Um, so Kodachrome, you were supposed to be in, but you ended up on the cutting I, I room did get floor. Cut, yes. But the reviews for Kodachrome, which is a Jason Sudeikis movie uh, directed by your friend Mark Razzo, and nice. it is getting rave reviews. Rave reviews. He was actually on the Cinephile podcast with Adnan Verk. Ah, yes, our for good an buddy. In-depth interview. Our and, second uh, favorite Adnan Verk to Mini Adnan Verk. Exactly. <laughs> 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 we do love Mini Adnan Verk. We hope uh, to see him again at the Cup Final. Oh, I'm sure he'll be there. Um, Pittsburgh is. He'll be there. So he's doing. He so was he's doing great. Yeah, he's. he's uh, all the resu- reviews have been sensational for the work, and it's a great movie. I mean, it's on Netflix starting last Friday. It's in okay. theaters too in select cities. All right, very nice. So very uh, you have a film-related yes, a question. Film-related question. Puffy's hypotheticals. So it's: Would you rather have a small part in an Oscar-worthy film right. like Kodachrome, mm-hmm. or the lead in a middling movie that you get good reviews in, but the movie is not well received? That is good, but it's a it's a Hollywood a big time. Well, it's a production. big time Hollywood production. You are good in it, but the movie is not. Well. So in the first one, how many like par- am I getting? You're getting about like- ten lines. You're like you're, you're not on like, the poster. Your no. name's not on the poster, but you're probably like the seventh lead. <clears throat> so I mean, like you're a character. You have a name in the credits. Right. If people see you in the bar, they will say, "Oh, Puffy, you yeah. were in. Uh, you, you were, were that in guy in Kodachrome, Kodachrome with the tiger bomb with the tiger bomb." Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the other one, you are the guy. You're you the face the on the poster. Yeah, it's your movie. And you get decent reviews, but the movie just kind of disappears. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Wow. That is really good. That is really ego versus... I'm going to take the... Uh, I'm going to take the film that wins the Oscar. Because really? I think that can launch you into other things. Even though it was a smaller part, you can always say, Hey, I was the... In Schindler's List, I was his, uh, you know, baker. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, so I'm going to think that's going to launch me. And also I will I will get the Oscar made, even though I probably wouldn't get one. Yeah, like you'll, you're, put it. it's a big enough part that you are invited to the Oscar ceremony. Yeah, I would be there. Not on stage, though. You probably don't get on stage with no, the No, I think they only bring the producers out for that one. Yeah, but sometimes the cast will run up yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, what are you taking, Puff? I think I'm going to go with the middling project that I get uh, good reviews. In. Well, that would probably because uh, I think I'll get I'll get more money for that. Yeah, and, and you haven't bombed, so people say, yeah. "Hey, you know, Puffy." Was I'll get okay another now. opportunity. Maybe I'll get in a movie with The Rock. <laughs> probably Lester. 
I uh, I will uh, concur that you take the middling role. I mean, unfortunately, in the middling sure, film, the middling film. Sorry, okay, yes, you want to be the so, star. So uh, yeah, I want to be the star in a in a decent movie. But my skills are recognized, and uh, I think if you you're in the Academy Award winning film, you're going to get buried by the mm. fact that there's lead actors. Now, uh, let me say this, uh, and th- th- this comes uh, to something that you don't know about me. I am in an Academy Award winning film. Really? Come yes. on. I am. I am. What is it? Chicago. You're in, in Chicago? Chicago? I'm in Chicago. Yes, I am. The musical. The musical. I am with like I, Catherine Zeta. Catherine Jones? Zeta Jones. I, st- I I I touched Catherine Zeta Jones' hand. <laughs> oh, uh, like butter. Like butter. I'm you mean in the film you touch your hand? No, not in the film. I what are you in the film? I am a saxophone player. Oh, I'm nice. a special oh. skills extra. So a couple of me and a couple of my friends are in that movie. Uh, can we see you? Yes, you can see me. It's very brief, but right. you can see me. Like a couple seconds? Couple, uh, not even a couple seconds. It's maybe a couple of frames, but I'm when definitely you, probably... When you said you got to touch your hand, what did you do there? How, what did that well, happen? It just, it, this, this is the beginning of the movie when there's, she does a song called All That Jazz. Mm-hmm. She has to get up onto a stand. And all that jazz, I'm gonna... So I'm sit- I was sitting in front of her as she was on the floor, and she put out her hand for me to help her up. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Did she look That's at you at all? Yeah, she, oh, she looked at me. Oh. And did you look? Yeah. Happening, happening. Renee Zellweger is in that film. So nice. Hi, I'm Renee. Nice to meet you. Really? Looking forward to working with you. It was great. Tay Tay Diggs is in the movie. Oh, yeah? Queen Latifah is in the movie. I met did, Queen Latifah. When, when Renee Zellweger said hi, did you do the lame, uh, you had me at hello? Oh, <laughs> no, I did not. That would have been good. That would have been good. It would have been over by then. There's no way. I think in that situation, as you well know, James, for being on a Hollywood set, you have to be professional. Right. I actually wasn't on a Hollywood set. My film was filmed in the sports center. Oh, and, you, right. and you were with T.J. Miller, who <laughs> it turns out is the most nice. professional. Yeah. <laughs> was high then, then was high on Trade Center. Oh, my God. Uh, had a few issues. He did something at the airport yeah, that yeah, was so not uh, too no, on a train. Wasn't he on a train? He's an edgy. Train, yeah. T.J. TJ's edgy. Yes. But that gives me more street cred that I was, you know, I held my own with an edgy character. It's true. Very true. I'm going to have to look that up. I never saw Chicago. I never saw it either. Musicals don't do much for me, but I've gotten into them because of my daughter more of late. You know, I'll say this. It was filmed in Toronto. It was actually down. Uh, my dad used to work for Kodak, and it was down in the old Kodak building. Really? Oh, nice. So that was really nice. That's uh, really nice cool. Sort of, sort of coming full circle. So I used to work there as a kid in, during university as well. Hmm. But um, I was on the set, and I have to tell you, when we were doing it, I, I was like, this is going to be big. Like, wow. not because you I knew. was involved. I think you're shortchanging yourself a little bit. But you know what I mean? Like, you could, just see, you could see how hard people were working and just how Richard Gere's in that movie as well. I never met him. Um, and I missed the day that Lu- Lucy Liu was there. Huh. I was in um, an Ethan Hawke film, which I can't remember the title. Before Sunrise? So they stole him. This is where I got ripped off. So Ethan Hawke, no, it was like they did it. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. They kind of made it half animated. Like it was acting, but then they they messed up the screen, and so it really? was uh, it was some art film, mm. uh, maybe ten fifteen years ago, mm. and they used I was on Sports Center back in the day, and without our permission apparently they used a clip like the the actors watching TV of Sports Center, mm. and you never see me, but you hear me doing highlights. Oh, cool! Wow. Somebody alert! I got a, didn't get a cent for that. Oh, you didn't scam. Wow. Uh, Stoff, do you want to be the star, or do you, in the uh, or do you want to be the uh, Oscar winner? Uh, I don't know. That story about touching hands was pretty uh, persuading there, but I, I'll still go with the lead role. You guys see, once again, all of you choose the glory and the ego. Mm-hmm. I choose the art. It's true. Well, Say again, goodnight. we think that that's, this, this starring role is going to lead us to something else, yeah, which will eventually be, get us there. We want to be big-time players. Maybe it's because I've been 
a starring role already. That's true. That's true. Yes. I sort of live that on a day to day basis that's on the true. panel. That's, 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 that's true. Like, do Big you want to be? Do you want to be me on the panel, or do you want to be Marty Barone? Just get a few lines there every <laughs> here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Marty. What do you do to anybody? <laughs> this or that. You know what's so great is uh, O-Dog started nicknaming uh, Marty Dis or Dat. Yeah. And now Marty does a segment called Dis or Dat on <laughs> Buffalo Radio. He's got a t-shirt and everything. Segment. Yeah, he does. He has awesome. a Dis or Dat t-shirt. He calls his kid uh, Dis or Dat. Little Dis or Dat. Um, speaking of Dis or Dat and popular segments, uh, A-Hole or A-OK. Is it a You know, we spent so much time memorializing people last week. We didn't get in many segments, so I thought we'd squeeze in all of our segments to <laughs> just get what? back to the old school. Today. It's a smorgasbord uh, of my voice. We're gonna have a rapid yeah. fire uh, a hole or a okay because I, I well, there's so many of these we can do. Uh, there's a lot of out there, James. Right, and I may be one. So this was me coming into work today. I'll go first. Uh, south on the Don Valley Parkway, everyone around Toronto will know what that is, yeah. uh, the 404 actually before it turns into the Don Valley, for everybody outside of Toronto, just a main highway leading into Toronto, very busy highway which intersects with Highway 401. 401 goes east-west across Toronto, the Don Valley goes north-south. Yes, There are lanes that flow at that time of day as I was coming into work about noon. And then there's an exit lane to get onto the 401 which is very crowded, backs up for about a kilometer. Yes. My tendency, I will take the fast lane right to the end and then sneak in. Mm -hmm. But I want to quantify this. I don't ever sit there and try to barge in front of somebody. Mm -hmm. I always pick my spots. From about a kilometer away, I look for an 18-wheeler. That's exactly what I do. I look for an 18-wheeler. I spot my 18-wheeler because I know the 18-wheelers are slow off the gas. And I spot my 18-wheeler. I time it. And as soon as the cars start moving, there's always a little gap between the car in front of the 18-wheeler. I make my move. I don't disrupt any traffic whatsoever, and I'm in. But I do come in at the very last second, quite often when the lane has already ended. (laughs) A-hole or A-OK? That is fine as long as you are willing to continue on past your exit if you can't get in safely. I would not do that. I would have to Then you're an <laughs> See, I'll do stuff like that, but if I can't hit it, then I just go and then I'll do a Yui somewhere. And okay, but if I stop and I'm in that kind of no zone, yeah. I won't cut somebody off. I'll wait till the next truck and, and you know, yeah, I'll just, I'll take, still but you get a lot of people someone. giving yeah. you the yeah. way by. You're not really blocking anyone. There's a little kind of hole there between. Yeah, but you're still making it like your time is more important than my yeah. time. I know everybody in back there will be saying, a-hole, everybody back in the line. but I, And I guess you are actually slowing traffic down by a few seconds because you're adding volume in front of people who have been waiting. Yeah. But I just feel if you do the seamless move, it's, it's A-OK. Fine. I think it's totally fine, man. It better I'm, be I'm seamless, kidding, though. Because I think the key that you're saying is that you, it's exactly, I'm telling you, man, we're like we're brothers here, man. Right. Because I, I look for the 18-wheeler. You know it's going to take some time for it to get going or gear down. Right. It's got to stop. So you pick your spot, slide in, no problem. Yeah. Nobody's even the wiser. It's like it's like a, a vehicular chat and cut. Right. I feel like the other people aren't polite, but they're more suckers. No, well, you know oh, what I mean? See, like, now you're starting to really dive into it. To a be honest asshole. with you, I, th- I think people need to think more like you and I. Right. Yeah, you but know? then if everyone was yeah. like you, then <laughs> it'd be chaos. If everyone did what we did, that would be trouble. No, I just mean in general. Yeah. Like, take, look at, like, pick your spots and look at traffic. Look, look I, I don't, honestly, I don't feel people that drive these days look right. far at Well, far that's why enough. I thought we should all get that thing where you could read traffic perfectly. 
<laughs> what did you give <laughs> up for that? Of smell. Didn't you give up your sense of smell for yeah. that? And then you just read in traffic. Did then you get, did you get taking a safe. punch and the was, ability to I, read I traffic? I, I, might the punch. I think it was taking the punch. <laughs> uh, Stoff can't answer this question because he's usually pulled over on the shoulder as his car has broken down. <laughs> CAA on the way. <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, uh, you had one? I had one. Okay. Saturday morning, lying in bed with my girl. You know, kind of. I like, drink coffee, duck. <laughs> you know that's me. <laughs> and I drink coffee, duck. Yeah. And we start. I hear, and it's somebody vacuuming at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> vacuuming outside. Vacuuming, vacuuming in in my. So I ha- I live in a townhouse. Oh, okay. okay. On the other side of me, t- vacuuming. Okay. And there's that, and there's also people who mow the lawn. I'm thinking before. What's, so my question is: before 10 a.m. on a Saturday or Sunday. Vacuuming or doing the lawn. I think there's an actual rule for contractors, but I think it's 8 8 a.m. 8 a.m. So, I mean, I'm a pretty early riser now. I'm not uh, the partier of uh, yesteryear yesteryear of the old days. (laughs) Uh, So I would put it at, say, I think that's a fair comment, Lester. I would put it, though, maybe at like 9 a.m. or something like that. 10 a.m. is a little late. I think that's fair. All right, fair enough. 9 maybe. but Yeah. I understand understand your anger. I can tell you my one story on this, which is much worse. This was definitely a-hole, was in my old neighborhood. I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and some guy was sawing. And it was he had an electric saw on. And I'm like, I lie there for a while, and I'm like, is there something going on? And I, f- I finally had to get up. It was so loud. Yeah. Uh, walked down, three doors down from me, and the guy was in his garage sawing. And it was the guy, I think I told the story on an earlier episode of the podcast. Remember I told you about the swinger couple? Yes. Yeah. In the neighborhood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like a really geeky guy who like lo- mowed his lawn with his black socks up to his knees. Yeah. And they ended up on the swinger site. Wow! It was him. Like he was a freak. Like he could have easily had bodies in That's there. That's the thing. Wow. You were he a very brave person. Yeah, he was a Dexter at 3:30 type in the morning character. to sawing sounds. Yeah, but he That's had no idea. I, I'm like, what? Are you, I can't remember the dude's name. But I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? It's three o'clock in the morning. Oh, just doing some sighing in here. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, like that's creepy. That's terrible. Yeah, that was. Uh, so I, I'm with you, Lester. I would say, but let's say, let's put it at 9 a.m. A hole if you're doing that. Yeah, come especially on. townhomes and stuff. Come on. Uh, I mean, Although I mean, thin walls, that's thin really wall. not their fault. Thin walls are that thin. I think if I you want to sleep in, be a deep sleeper. Otherwise, live with. What about if you have a loud sexual mate? Yeah. Is, and that is disturbing people. Is that fair game? Yeah. Well, it's kind of fair game, yeah. yeah. You're allowed, right? You can't yeah, control yourself. No, I think I that it should be under the same bylines. I think, I think you should try to be respectful, to be honest yeah. with you. We had a guy, um, and uh, his name in Ottawa, my girlfriend, who became my wife, mm-hmm. lived in a house, which was uh, three levels. So there was an apartment upstairs, downstairs, and then she was on the main floor. And uh, there was a young man named Stephen who uh, lived in the, in downstairs. And Stephen was very prolific. <laughs> I would see different ladies walking. There was two in particular yeah. that he would ha- had going for about a year. Wow. And he, he pleased them both exceptionally well. Well. Because <laughs> I would be, and it would be, Stephen, 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 Stephen! <laughs> and then the next, the girl had an accent. The other one, Stephen, Stephen, Stephen! <laughs> And so hold on, this so is right above <laughs> Cheryl's place? No, this is below Cheryl's place. Okay. Yeah, because above there was a guy named Vince, and yeah. he was pretty good too. Vince! Vince! <laughs> Except his girl had a very manly voice, so I don't know what was going on up there. 
But Stephen... <laughs> Too much tiger bone, perhaps. I mean, I, I couldn't knock him, but it just made me... It almost made me feel inadequate. I was going to say. Because my girl and I would be lying in bed, and I thought I'd done really well. And, and Stephen would still be like, and 45 minutes later, Jesus, Stephen! I'm like, holy crap, Stephen! What is going on? Stephen found the tiger bone long before be funny the rest if of he us. found out that years later that the guy had a recording and it was just a loop. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to impress Cheryl. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you were probably like, okay, Cheryl, I think it's time we move in together and right. take that next step. Get <laughs> you the hell out of here. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what's, what was yours? Oh, I was at a concert last night. And uh, it was getting near the end of the show, and some fan started a Go Leafs Go chant. Ugh. Okay. Um, and the lead singer basically spent the next five minutes dressing him down. So w- w- was it between songs? It was, yeah. He was just setting up for getting, it was probably like three songs left in the show. He was getting behind a piano. To do an acoustic. To do, an, yeah. do like no, a little. acoustic, yeah, sorry. <laughs> what do you call it when you just do it by yourself at the piano? Yeah, a solo cu- acoustic piano. Yeah, you can say that. Oh, okay. acoustic? Oh, I don't want to say sucker? I knew more. Hold than... on, Google. Google <laughs> I, uh, Puff, I was in a band, remember? I, I forgot oh, you. Hollow Hollow ass. 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 That's right. Um, and so... He, the guy started, in, it didn't go anywhere. No one joined in. And then he's like, totally dressed the guy down. He was just like, oh, that's a good time to start that chant. Who, and, who like, what, what show were you seeing? Uh, Brian Fallon, lead singer of uh, Gaslight Anthem. Oh, okay. Okay. And where were you? Danforth Musical. Okay. So that's a big venue. Yeah. Like, yeah. so who were you at? Is the A hole or A OK the Leafs guy or the singer? Well, I think it was actually the singer. I thought oh, he went a little bit. Okay, so that's what you're asking. Yeah, is, is the is, singer like okay to like ta- to like dress down a fan for something like that? I say a hole all the way. He's paid to see you play. It's a minute before the song. It's a big time in the city. Uh, it's all. It's okay. It's okay to wear your little Leafs heart on your sleeve, even if you're not at a Leafs game, and that's fine. Oh, the musician's going to come in and say, no, we're artists, we're artists, and you're getting in the way of our preparation to do our artistry. Well, look, here's the thing. If you want to go to a Leaf game, you want to go to a bar and be a Leaf fan, do, do that. Don't come to my show when I'm about to sit down and other people around you are, are waiting for me this, to This is exactly basically what he was saying, too. It's like, you know, I mean, I I wouldn't go into big detail about dressing them down for five minutes. I'd just say, hey, listen, have a little respect for the rest of the people, and that's it. You know, people don't, one thing I'll say as, as a musician, people do not know how to behave when there's live music anymore. They all think that because it's DJ culture has taken over, and they all, and most people just think, like I was seeing a, a friend of mine, uh, Wade O'Brown, I'll shout out to him. He was doing a solo show. He had tracks and everything, but he was doing a solo show. And there are people that were friends of his that were sitting from me to you, James. Right. Big table of eight people, and they're laughing and carrying on. I'm like, shut up. Like or at least keep it down. Yeah. Well, I get that I mean, part of it, but in this I mean, kind of a lull, we're gonna we should go to a grave digger show. We should. And we just <laughs> we do really all do. the chants. <laughs> yeah. What's the like the ones they do in Nashville? Lester, <laughs> Lester, <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all your fault. <laughs> uh, stop. Do you want to weigh down. in on any of those that we didn't let you weigh in on? Uh, any of those. Uh, a holes um, or a okays? You think the Leafs chant is all right, even though you'd be doing an Eagles chant? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't want to upset Lester, so I'm going to say a hole. No, see, oh, that's fine. He's... I paid good money to see Lester, right? So, oh, yeah. listen, uh, that's that's what I think. That's what I think. Uh, a couple of updates before we go. Um, first of all, uh, Roddy has not been on the pod for the last couple of weeks. It was my fault last week. Roddy's off uh-huh. this week, so uh, I'm sure we'll, it'll be like three weeks. We didn't. We were off before that, so it's going to be a month 
So Roddy's going to come back, whether he's back next week or the week after. Bursting, Oh, he's going to have so many stories for us, I'm sure, in the Rod Smith recap. Uh, Interns, I still have people saying, uh, what the hell happened to our internship applications? Now that... Things have settled down a yep. little bit, and once we get to round two of the playoffs, Puffy and I have some time. Yep. Uh, we will go through the intern. The intern will be for next year, but we will yes. try. We will award the internship at the end of this season, so the intern can have the summer to prepare. <laughs> <It's> gonna, <laughs> Absolutely, they got to buy a Google uh, helmet, right? <laughs> so I promise all you guys. I, I, I don't want you to think you wasted your time on the internships. We have not forgotten uh-huh. about the internships. So uh, all of that will happen. In the coming weeks on the Rubber Boots Pod. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, it was a long one. Sorry for all of you listening who like the little half-hour pod to drive to work. Now you can drive to work three times and still be listening Hopefully to us. Hopefully you get caught balls. in traffic and you don't pull a James uh. or a Lester. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to uh, Fandom. Of course, download the Fandom up. Thank you to idrinkcoffee.com. Uh, thank you to Cabot Links, <laughs> who I'm still going to suck up to for the rest of the year, perhaps. And thank you to our new sponsor, Tigerbone. Tigerbone. I don't have a. Co- we need. Maybe we can come up with come a catch line tig- for next week. When you need People a little something extra. <laughs> Tigerbone. Don't confuse it with Tiger Bomb. Rubber Boots Guy, play us out. How are ya? I got a question that I really wanna ask ya. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know so I'm gonna try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me. Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? This is the part they call the bridge. A bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? And a bear Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please. Somebody. Hey? Hey? Anyone? <laughs>